Um, I meant, how are we starting the first podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this is episode zero. Um, I just say, like, what's your name? And then they're like... Oh. What's your name? <laughs> you know my name? It's not my name. Uh, Greg is Greg my what? name. Moquin? Cool. And then they say, like, I say sometimes, like, their Instagram name or whatever. Their cool, what's is. your Instagram handle? Depends which one you want. That's your business, what's your personal one? GKM991. Alright, that was the business one, nobody cares about that one. <laughs> Sheer Noble Comics. Alright, perfect, make sure you follow, because uh, I heard they're awesome people. They're awesome people. So, uh, here's a list of questions. I don't know why you have the questions, give me the, give me the questions. Careful, don't spill your coffee. Look at that. Like just under there. Look at that. It's almost like it's not on the camera. You son of a bitch. There you go. Okay. Welcome to Sierra Nova Comics Podcast. This is episode 000. Zero. Wait, wait, was it? I can't do that. We gotta get a sound bite. So we have to get a sound symbol like Gary. Yeah. We gotta make our own. We gotta make one up. It'll just be a blink, a really loud blink, because it's an eye. If you get it. Anyways, uh, so basically I'm just going to be interviewing Greg here for uh, all you out there who are curious about how uh, we get came to be and how he started this journey and dragged me into it. <laughs> Alright, so let's uh, start with question number one. Why did you start a comic book company, Greg? Uh, I always liked comics. Um, I never actually read that many. I only bought like spectacular spider-man and then i was just like spectacular spider-man just skipped all the good ones right yeah <laughs> and then i just started writing one day and then i was like oh i should make a comic so we're here so why'd you start a company uh from needed help so i was like oh i'll just start a company instead because actually a lot of people were like you should actually just start a comic book company because you have all these comics that you have planned but you have no other like help so i got help cool so what motivated you to start an indie comic book company specifically um why in why indie comics and why not just why why not just promote uh your own comics why did you want to start promoting other people's comics uh the whole community of like the indie community was kind of like it's there but like not that many people know about it and I want to help bring it out and let people know about it so we are part of that and I wanted to help other people do it too we actually made like a hashtag from that idea indie revolution and that is actually gonna like not only help indie comics but it's gonna help like the entire indie community from like music to even animating uh animation and uh art obviously very cool very cool uh, let's see uh so what got you into writing to begin with aside from just comic books why did you get interested in writing uh seventh grade i had to make a story that i actually released on amazon right hook so <laughs> um, I released a book actually a short story on Amazon 
recently, but it's from like forever ago. I just like switched it up a bit. Um, it was about a project that was supposed to be 15 pages for the project. It was a narration project for seventh grade English class, and it came out to be 83 pages in a composition notebook. Very nice. So you filled the composition notebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of that 90 pages or something like that? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, okay. So clearly uh, you enjoy writing, but what's something you wish you'd, uh, you had a, what, what skill do you wish that you were better at? Drawing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured. Eh? Yeah, I can draw. So, um, have you like taken any online courses for it? Looked at any Not books right yet? Now. No. Nah, just, <laughs> just farming to. it off. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. It would nah. save money too. So. Yeah. Well, you always get into it. Let's see. Okay, now let's uh, dive into the uh, comic itself. So, what is the main character of uh, the Seer Chronicles over here? Uh, John Benson, which is this dude, and um. And uh, so why um, why specifically did you choose for him to be a firefighter? Um, going through comics in my head, I was like, oh, I don't really think there's a firefighter character that breaks out as like a main hero or anything. So I was actually there's a whole moral of a story like within that of like you don't need to be an actual superhero in order to be a hero you could be like a random citizen or whatever but or even obviously a firefighter is known as like a hero and a cop but um i didn't think like any main character was ever a firefighter and then they were brought into like being a superhero so i wanted to do that and my uncle just retired as a firefighter so he's in that whole story and his like best friend is john so very That's cool. why is that? Um, let's see. Do do. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I know this is. I I think I know the answer to this one. But uh, when you're writing uh, stories and you're building up characters, what what uh, characters do you prefer to build out? The hero or the villain? Villain. And why? It's just more fun. I think. I don't know. Maybe it's dark comedy and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just like writing villain over hero. It just seems more fun, I think. Is it, is it because you can relate more to the villain, or is it because, uh, you know, it's a way to, like, get those types of thoughts out of your head? <laughs> Both. Because, <laughs> like, I can relate to some of the things, like, in, um, actually, the first issue, uh, the main bad guy guy that's building up to be like a main bad guy he's like uh he can't like pay bills and stuff so obviously i think everybody can relate to that at one point (laughs) so uh obviously you've been talking with a lot of um other creators uh you've been bringing them onto the platform uh what what um what type of advice will you have to creators out there who are looking just to you know get their foot in the door in the comic book industry uh it's not as easy as you think um i thought it was way easier process like you just write it you get an artist or you are the artist too and then you make the comic but there's like so many processes 
um, there's like such a big process in like the entire making a comic. Um, so even if you write the script, you should get it edited, which I can do that. And then um, if you once you have that edited, then you gotta find an artist. It's not the easiest to always find artists that you can even pay for. Uh, first, we started off with just trying to get an artist for free. Then you get what you paid for, and then they just don't really work out in the end. Um, they had lives or whatever. But <laughs> when you finally find artists, then you have to like send the script to them. Then you have to like work within the artist and like with the artist, and you have to be like, oh, well, this is what we mean by this, and then they have to break it down into panels in their head. And then they send it back to you in a perfect world. They send it back to you, like, every page. And then you're like, oh, so, yeah, that's exactly the, dir the direction I want to go. And then um, you should get a letterer if you can afford it. Um, that, I didn't even know, was part of the entire process. I thought you can just do that yourself. Uh, <laughs> you can... And you can learn, obviously, but uh, there was actually one that was um, that was talking to me right before I release. We released the first one, and he's like, "Well, the comic does the lettering does make the comic better," and I was like, "Yeah, well, I just don't have the money right now." He's like, "Oh, okay," but so we had Dylan letter it, and it is good, but like has a little. <laughs> Could it be a little better? All these little blows. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So then after it's lettered, uh, actually before it's lettered, you have to color it if you want it colored. So then you have to find a colorist. Those, they're kind of cheap, but just a lot of money and time. So. Very good. Very good. So, um, you were talking earlier about the indie revolution and how, uh, you're trying to bring together all these indie creators. Uh, what what is your goal with that? Like, what do you hope to accomplish by bringing all these creators together? Um, for us personally, I already have like it pictured that we have an actual physical building, so where people like indie creators can go. We can actually have our own artists and writers or whatever for our stuff, but others can actually work there too. Um, and work on so kind, kind of like a, a co-worker space but like a, like what is it I can't think of the one Troy the Troy Troy Innovation or Troy Garage something like that but like the whole point like is you want incubator? it like that yeah, yeah. well not an incubator well, no. it's, it's a co-working space yeah, is what yeah. it's called yeah but so. for creators where basically they can gather there someone could walk in and be like I need an artist and they get to pick yeah, yeah. so it could be like that um, I for music I actually want to have a music like a producing uh, studio, so a music studio production scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. And then, uh, so any musicians can like come and go, and we won't like own any of the rights to the stuff. We would obviously figure out the business side of that, but uh, I actually want like a music studio there. Uh, then there'll be animation at some point too, because I actually plan on doing like shows and movies and stuff animated and live action so i have like a whole film production thing too so yeah very cool very cool let's see where else are we here uh, let's see 
Okay, so uh, what is what is something um, what is something that you've learned since starting this business? And same same with the uh, the India Revolution. What what is it something that you you've gained in knowledge or experience from this whole uh, venture? Um, <clears throat> you have to get a following. So if you don't have a following, don't start a crowdfunding campaign. Um, <laughs> We first started in August 2017, officially as like an LLC, and I was like, we should do an Indiegogo. No, don't do that. <laughs> <clears throat> so we did an Indiegogo, and obviously it didn't work, and our goal was $15,000. We originally had it at thirty, and we're like, oh, we'll just cut that in half, and... So it went to from thirty to fifteen, and then we're like, "Oh yeah, we'll get this," and like, no problem. We got like two hundred and like ninety four dollars maybe, and that was it. And then we we did get the money because it's Indiegogo, the flexible goal, but we did not get what we wanted, and then that basically failed. And then the next year we did a Kickstarter, and our goal was ten thousand dollars. And that was still too high, and it was more of the fact of people were confused on what they were actually funding. They were like, is it a startup, or is it, um, like, what is the actual idea behind the entire thing? And it was for the Indie Revolution, like, but it's basically a startup, but they just weren't understanding what we were doing. So basically just building an audience uh, and clarifying uh, your objective on these crowdfunding platforms would be yeah. the the main main takeaway from those that's good um so outside of crowdfunding say say you get to meet whatever goals you set for the next few years uh where do you see sierra nova comics in the next five years in the next 10 years uh we would have probably well we have that comic so let's start with five years so what do you think in five years we would have uh a building like a physical building uh that you can actually go to i prefer New York City. I just like New York City. Um, and then in 10 years, probably a building in San Francisco because he actually wants to move there. And he will at some point. Um, and with the buildings, have all the stuff that I want. So like the music studio and the whole comic creation part and all of that. So outside of building in five years, uh, what do you see, like, uh, do you see employees, do you see, um, you know, a certain number of comics, uh, do you see uh, certain milestones in what what the company will have as assets? Oh, I originally wanted to have, one, two, like, six comics done this year, that's not going to happen. Um, well, I'll say that, it's, it's only, it's, you never know, right? Well, yeah, maybe something will happen, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it originally was <coughs> going to be six, but uh, with time and money, definitely money, was a, is an issue, not was, um, uh, we're going to like pull back from doing that, but in five years probably want like, that's two, 24, right? What? 2024? 24 what? Five years from now. 24 what? 2024. The oh, year. 2024. <laughs> I was like, what? Math. 
<laughs> You're like, what? Yes, 24? yes, yes. Five years from now, it'll be 2024. Okay, so from like this date or like the beginning of the year? It doesn't matter. Um, doesn't, um, at least 20 comics out from us because I am working with other people. And how many creators do you want on the platform by then? We have, well, How many do we have now? Uh, like 30. So how many would you want in the next five years? Oh, like thousands. Um, uh, there are a lot of creators, and I know I, we can grab more if we want, like right now, but it's slow climb. Um, and we're trying to update the website. Uh, yeah, probably like... 4,000, maybe? Sure, seems like a reasonable number. <laughs> <laughs> like, creators? No. Do you think 4,000 comics? Oh, no, no. Yeah, probably 4,000 comics. How many, so creators, how many, you have 30 we have, comics or we have 30 like, creators? No, we have like 30-something creators. So, so we like 300? Yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds like better. Yeah, 4,000, <laughs> that's a lot. We have 4,000 comics, that <laughs> would be bad, though. And, uh... So... So from um, from all the stuff that uh, you've set goals for for now, the goals that you have achieved, the goals that you've missed, what are what are some of um, the failures and how are you looking to overcome them? Um, the crowdfunding failure was uh, it, it was fine that like we failed because now we know what we're supposed to do. And so and uh, so, how do you look to overcome those in the future? Uh, set a smaller goal, and actually, what I'm going to do is figure out how other creators do that. Uh, I know a lot of comic creators; they actually use Kickstarter in order to fund their comics because I just can't do that with my job anymore. So, uh. I'm going to learn how to do that, and I actually have a comic that I'm working on right now that's a horror comic that's like a slasher, like an 80s slasher, and I want to fund it through Kickstarter, so I will pay the artist, because it's going to be the same artist that we've been using, but uh, to get money back and everything and print it, I want to use a Kickstarter, so we'll have like a smaller goal. And then for our other comics, we're going to have, like, a smaller goal, and then we'll just have enough money that we'll need to print it, which we use, like, Ready Comics. Uh, Shout out. <laughs> drop shipping, And, uh, yeah, so just, like, a smaller goal and, like, actually, like, an actual focused, like, I can't even think of the word that I'm trying to think of. Just like a focus on like what the campaign is for. Yeah, so, be, be more specific. Yeah, with what instead of like the last one that we did, people are like, well, "What is this for?" So we'll actually have it for whatever comic it is, and like what we're gonna do with the money. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, definitely uh, it was very informative. I'm sure for anyone who's been looking to learn more about Sierra uh, Nova Comics, uh, look forward to more podcasts in the future, and uh, have a good one.